right, my guest today is Jeff Gordon. He's the founder of Ideal Video Strategies, right? That is true, yes. So I wanna just start by having you get into the business and tell us what you do so I can understand. But before we do that, I don't think we can start a podcast without mentioning the coronavirus and everything that's going around because it's happening, right? <laughs> it is happening, it's crazy. So we're here at, uh, what's the name of this we're place? We're at um, Out of Office, which is in the landing at Hudson Mills. It's an old mill building. It's right in Hudson Mass, close to downtown. It's an awesome co-working place, totally worth checking out. And you have some space here where you work uh, out of sometimes, right? Yeah, well, so they've got a couple different options. They've got these offices like we're in right now that we're using where they have just kind of what they call hot desks. You can sit at a table. Uh, come in, it's like a monthly thing or a day thing, whatever you want to do. I just do it by month. I come in, I leave my stuff at a table and come in whenever I need to. It's 24 seven. It's, it's a really cool place. Seems like a nice community. Is it, is it usually, is this the typical level of people here or is this a little <laughs> bit stark? It, it's a little, a little low today, yeah. but I mean, on the other side of the wall, not that you could, people can see me behind you, but there's a, there's they, another, can, they can picture <laughs> Yeah. There's a software company on the backside that they take up most of the other side. Oh, on the other side of the lunchroom. Yes. All right. Um, All right. so there's another, there's a couple security companies in here. There's some consultants for various things. There's some health people in here. Um, it's, oh yeah, it's a lot of stuff and people rent the place for the day. They do events. They just started doing, uh, weddings. Have, so, have is, they started talking about if they're going to close for a while? They just said, uh, you know, use your common sense. We're going to be doing extra cleaning. Um, yes, sick. Please don't come. Right. Same thing. Everybody's saying. Yeah. It's, that's weird because we're going to have to see what happens and that's such a it's a shit feeling. I don't, yeah, I don't like it because we, uh, we're, we're going to allowed to say whatever we want. We can say, yeah, you can say whatever we want. Nice. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, it. But it's like, you know, I, I look at it and I don't want to panic and I don't want to freak out and you don't want to stop because this is going to go on for months. This isn't going to be over next week. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you got to figure out what you can adjust. But at the same time, I don't want to not adjust. I don't want to make some stupid decision like, well, I'm just going to tough it out. Uh, they're overblowing it. It's all the right. media's fault. And then you get someone sick or you get your, a grandparent sick or like, right. you know, I, I don't want that on me. So I don't know. I haven't landed yet on where I'm going to balance between, um, I'll probably be overly cautious. That's typically where I would yeah, go with I'm, it. I, and I'm the same way, you know, what do you do? Right. Yeah. We don't know, <laughs> you know, because you've got the, you know, the fake news, mm -hmm. which, you know, they're just trying to scare you. The media obviously wants you to go out and run and buy stuff. But where do you find real news? It, isn't it all fake like news CDC. now? I don't know. See, so yeah, maybe, maybe the you World Health Organization, yeah, the CDC. Go directly to those websites. Um, Until Trump starts screaming fake news at those. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> you never know. Well, yeah. Well, but yeah, I, I, that's the thing is it's tough. I've read so many articles in the last two or three days about how it's not even as bad as the flu. Don't worry about it. And then you get some facts and like, oh, uh, well, that was not correct at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not good for for the elderly community. Mm -hmm. um, my dad's in a nursing home. They just pretty much told us don't come. They're not completely shutting down yet but they're going to check your temperature when you get there. You can only be in, in the rooms. You can't be in the common areas. A little scary. Yeah. So, and checking your temperature, that's great as a, like an attempt, right. but you got a good four days where you could be communicating the, the virus right. without having then, any symptoms and your temperature is going to be fine. That's what scares me the most is the, the time in between for the ballooning. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's it's a tough world because there's so much information, whether it's misinformation or whether it's accurate information. And I I would try, I, I would 
say I'm going to trust that coming out of the CDC or like the doctors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would listen to the most. I don't know. So I'm going to trust what they say. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm trying to go with is people who might be experts for yeah. real. And then what they're saying, not like what a news organization is putting out or a blogger, you know, there's, they uh, really seem to have opinions. Well, yes. Yeah. All right. So I'll probably go back to it. I go yeah, off on no tangents a lot, fine. but back to ideal video strategies. Okay. Tell us what your, what your business is. And so I am a video production company. We do, we, um, we do drones. We do mostly internet and social media stuff. We don't really do anything broadcast. Um, I do some basic podcasting stuff. I do have a few clients I edit podcasts for. They do all Zoom stuff, and, and then they just give it to me and to, to edit it down. Um, what kind of edits are they into? Are they so it, podcasts? Are such a varied world where you have like a full length organic conversation, or you have people that take three hours and edit every breath or space out of it to make it. Uh, more fast hitting. No. So it's more organic. It's a more organic thing, but he doesn't, he wants me to take out any of the mistakes that they make. And Mm -hmm. he'll like, so if he makes, if he makes a mistake, he'll start over Mm. that particular segment. Um, you know, any of the tries to clean, he wants to clean up all the ums and the the lip smacks and you know, there's a lot of those in there. The human stuff. Yeah. The human stuff. Yeah. Um, See, like that. So is it, it's a prepared <laughs> show where he like is he's, got notes and he's reacting to things. Is it one of those? Yeah. So he's got experts on or parents on. He's an ADHD specialist. So he's got an ADHD podcast. Um, and me too, but only just cause I have ADHD. Yeah. I've always oh, I've been posted child Ever? since I was a kid before they had ADHD. <laughs> well, I'm surprised Lisa hasn't introduced you to him. Lisa Miller. Not to him her. yet. No, but yeah, I know Lisa. <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, he's, it just has normal people on and they just have a conversation and it kind of goes where it goes. He's got like a list of stuff that he wants to talk about. Mm. Um, and then just kind of goes where it goes. Just kind of, and he ends it at roughly a, around 35, 40 minutes. Got it. So back to you though, you yes, do mostly yes. video. So you're going to, you do drone stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. I, never, I never got into that, but I think they're awesome. Yeah. It's, I've got some commercial clients, um, commercial real estate clients that seems like that's who's using it right yeah, now. Yeah. It's pretty popular right now. Um, and then I'll use it for regular clients if, if they're, if it's appropriate, you know, show their building outside or if it's appropriate to do whatever we're, we're shooting, you know, whatever their business is. Yeah. It seems like that's the, like when you look at the drone photography and videography, it's like, it's mind blowing. It's beautiful. It's smooth. It's so it's spectacular, but it's not being used a lot. And you, and you start to think about the use case and that comes down to you, right? Where you got to figure out how to better integrate that into people to make them understand what they could do with such a grand shot because, because it is, they're very, I mean, they're spectacular and they're awesome, but it's hard to say, I don't know. It's hard to fit that into a budget production because it doesn't look budget, even if you can do it on a budget. Right. So I'll try to, I'll, I'll try to build, build it in the package. Say, Hey, if you're going to do this, we'll throw in, you know, just your overview drone shot of your building or, you know, if, if it's pretty building, obviously it's got, it's got to be the right case. Right. But, and usually I can kind of get them to do that. And, you know, but the people who just want the drone shots, you know, um, they know what they want for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to fly now. There's all sorts of intelligent modes you can, you can have it do just kind of set it up and then it does it for you. How long have you been using the drone? Um, it's about a year and a half. So when I started my business, I didn't use the drone before I started my business. We can kind of back up a little if you want. I can go anywhere you want. <laughs> I quit my uh, corporate job about a year and a half ago, closer to two years ago, I guess now. And we, so I was doing educational video mm-hmm. for a company in-house. 
for 11 years and I just, it just was time to go doing the filming and the editing. <laughs> yeah. Doing it all. I was the kind of a one man band. Yep. Did it all. Um, I didn't use the drone there. So when I left, I knew that I really kind of had to pick it up. Mm-hmm. So that's where I picked it up. Um, bought a pretty decent drone, went through the whole FAA process, got the license, you know, and, uh, it's actually pretty fun to fly. I bet. I bet it is. <laughs> yeah, People so, buy them just for fun. Never mind yeah, for work. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, there's a lot of regulations you got to know. And, and that's, you know, some people get a little shocked at the cost of it, uh, of, of a drone shoot, but there's a lot of things to know. I, I studied for a while, took some courses, you know, and you got to know where you can fly, where you can't fly. Right. Um, and there's a difference between the drone that you get at the bargain CVS aisle that you throw in the air and film something and, and a professional one. Oh, of course. Yeah. But, but that's a difficult, see, I, I'm in marketing as well. So I get some of the pushback that you get from sure. clients where you have to, you have, it's on you to do a lot of education because people think that anything they see online is just easy to do now, oh. basically call an intern and it'll get done. And the, <laughs> yeah. what, what does suck in this type I mean, I'm, we're marketers and you're sure. production. It's not the same thing, but it's, well, it's all related. You know. And the, the real, the real thing is, is there's a lot of non-professionals in this business. Cause there's no, there's no barrier. I mean, there's right. it's so easy to just say, I'm a marketer. I'm a, I'm a videographer. I'm, right. I'm whatever. Cause you just buy a camera and say, you're good. Use and then phone. they, I, I got a phone. I can do it. Go ahead. And then you get right, right. <laughs> and then they get, they, they're way underneath the price of a professional. So they get hired because the business owner is trying to save a few bucks mm. and you know, can't blame them, but then they get burned and it, it never goes well ever. Mm-mm. But then when we come to the table and start talking. It's always like, well, I've been hurt in the past. I, I, I just, and I get it from the business owner perspective. Sure. It's, it's not their fault. I, it, I wish there was a better way. like you had to get licensed to, to prove what you know, to be in marketing or something. Well, Cause it's such a, a bum rush career where everyone just <laughs> like, if they can't figure out what they're going to do, I'm a marketer. Yeah. So that's something I have to overcome to this day. I mean, we've been in business 19 years and I've had this conversation this week about, yeah, I know, you got screwed. I'm sorry. And I know that I'm going to have to prove myself to fix right. it. I get it. I, but I, you know, let me try. Cause I've been doing this for a long time. Right. So let's, let's get you on the right path and let's move things forward. But all right, sorry, back to the drones. It's well, I was going to go. So um, what I find is if I show people some examples of stuff, it's like, Hey, this is, this is something I did for a client recently. Mm. So it, along the lines, what you're talking about, let like, the visuals speak. Yeah. This is my process. This is how I do things. Mm-hmm if you are interested, let's talk. You know, I'm not, I'm not really the high pressure sales type person. Um, I didn't either. I can't, I'm not good at it. Yeah. I'm not good at it. It's either. just awkward. I don't want to do it. You know, well, let's have a conversation. I want to learn about what you, what you want to do mm-hmm. your business, how we can best tell the story that we want to tell. And let's here's, same. Here's what it's going to cost. Same. I don't even Maybe show a up. couple of different options. You know, Hey, we can do this. I don't think it's going to be as impactful, but it'll be cheaper. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. Yep. Um, you know, and we just kind of go from there. Yeah. yeah I'm with you. In my, in my industry, most people show up to a first meeting with a PowerPoint presentation to explain everything that they should do for the clients and what the client should be doing. We don't do any of that. I show yeah. up, I show up with a notebook and my face like, yeah. hello, let's talk because do I do? don't, I don't know yet what your challenges are, what right. you want to do. It, it, this sounds so simple, but it's just not what's done. So it, like when I bring someone new on board, it freaks them out that we're not going in with the, with a big pitch deck and we're going to tell them all the rights to the wrongs and the answers to the test. This is what you should do. It's like, we don't know yet. 
That's the bottom line. Right. We don't know yet. We got to go talk about it. And uh, anyway, that's where you can actually, I think that's what I've found is that's where you can actually help that business owner, especially if they've been burned before, understand maybe the depth or the difference that you can bring to the table because you can actually talk about their business and what has to happen yeah. in order to achieve their goals or, or just right or uh, wrong or fix a problem that they have. Right. And that's not what they're used to. They used to, they used to almost like combative relationship where they have to go back and forth and guard from price gouging. And what are you trying to upsell me? Like, let's just talk about what you need and then we'll see if we can answer it. Yeah, well, these are things, you know, after we do that, these are things that we could do. If you're interested, let us know. Right. This is what it could get you. You know, if you want, I mean, there's gotta be a little bit of selling, I suppose. Like once you get that relationship up. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's not like we don't sell things. It's a right, business, right? It's just, I'm not good at the high pressure sales type thing. So it's not, it's not my style. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it works for people or they wouldn't do it. I just, right. it doesn't work for me. It makes me feel awkward. It makes me <laughs> yeah. feel weird. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't like it either. I, I just, it'd probably be better if I could do it. Honestly, you know, I mean, it'd probably be great. We'd have more right. sales if I was kicking down doors and taking names, but it's just, it's not my style. Right. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm more of the relationship kind of make relationships, see where that's going to take you. I haven't really done any advertising, hardly at all. Um, just, you know, some events, I'll put some, some print material out, my cards. Mm -hmm. and it's really just about talking to somebody and getting to know them and taking a meeting, whether it's going to be for me or not, but you never know where it's going to go down the road. So yeah, it's good for you to learn that you're two years in and you know that, cause yeah. it takes a long time before people can sometimes get into that where not every meeting I go to needs to be for me. I have a lot of friends that are yeah, similar right. uh, that work and do the same thing, but everyone's a little bit different and it might be a better fit for somebody else. And that's okay. You yeah. know, but you learn you, it take it's good for you because it takes a while usually for, to learn that it's okay to pass things along or to right. refer it to somebody else. It's not because in the beginning, a lot of times you got to fight for scraps and it's, sure. it's, it's more difficult. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just the way it is. You got to yeah, kind of earn totally. your stripes. Uh, you know, and I've made, I've made a point to reach out to other videographers, other drone, um, companies in the area just to kind of make relationships with them. I mean, I had an issue with my drone recently where, you know, it, it wasn't working correctly. So called up this, this guy that I knew and he's like, Oh, I can't do it this week. And then reached out to another friend of mine. He's like, Oh yeah, I got this guy that I used to use a lot. Um, he's, you know, you know, give him a call. So I called him and he, you know, did the job for me and, you know, so I didn't lose the client, but I made this good relationship with him and he's got a bigger job that he's proposing. And he's like, I might need some help. So backup drone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Why know? not? Right. Backup, backup drone. And he might need help on another shoot. I might need help on something coming up. And Relationships go a long way. Yeah. It's, it's much better than getting one sale by, you know, keeping someone out of things. It, it's, nah, it, yeah, I don't. It's much easier to build. I always look at it like, um, cause I've again, been around for a long time. So it used to be different where you, I think the idea of a, at least from my side, a marketing company, it's evolving where it used to be, try to do everything. You can just put that up and you don't have to worry about the shot. I appreciate your professional courtesy, but don't worry about it. And there, um, it's a video world coming in. <laughs> yeah. Like I got my, my water bottle on the shot. What, what was I saying? Uh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I'm the one who went off. Um, Oh, right, right, right. I was talking about the, it used to be you try to do everything else. And I used to have like a big square footage and cubicles and people and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. And it's just, especially in the creative realm, I, I just didn't find it fit the way I like to run the business. I like to, 
Um, we go up and down in staff as we need, but they're always people that we've been using for a long period of time. And they're typically local or at least in right. different cities that we have a presence in. Um, so I view us as like Voltron, like knowing a bunch of people like yourself or like Lisa and, right. and snapping together when you need to, to perform sure. bigger tasks than you might be capable of alone. And right. then you can disassemble and go about your normal day. Exactly, yeah. And that, that I'm comfortable with that. And that works really well for like me. And, and disassemble. It, yeah. And you find, you got to find people that are comfortable with it. There's but when you do, assemble. it's <laughs> when you do find the team, it, it makes a lot of sense and it works out really well. So with the drones, I, I, it's a lot of commercial uh, real estate, I'm guessing. Mainly, yeah. Um, so in this area, like regular real estate, they don't really need it in this area. I mean, the houses go so quick, unless it's a you know Tom Brady's home, which is on the market right now. Of course, they're going to do that. Um, Although they don't need to. They don't it's need definitely going to gonna sell because someone wants to say, I have Tom Brady's have house. Tom Brady's house. They yeah. don't need to. Um, so I've done a couple regular real estate, but uh, mostly it's the commercial um, or I've got some construction companies that have done some stuff for where they progress videos or progress shots mm. or, um, uh, brick restoration companies some Boston client people that are in Boston that are, that want to do a before or after. Can, um, you, can you set a flight path? Oh like, yeah. can you be really specific uh -huh. so you could repeat a flight path? Yeah. You know what? I haven't actually done that, but that's a great idea. I just thought of it out of the blue, <laughs> but like if you were doing, you said you do construction. So, so if you yeah, wanted to do a time lapse, point. but that time lapse is going to be over six months. Yeah. Could you fly the drone in exactly? So, you know, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. from the editing perspective so that everything stacks up and it's just I a mean, time lapse, but it took over. It would be, I don't know that it would be exact, but it would be very close. Could you make it exact with editing? Like, could it be that close? Maybe. Yeah, it'd be interesting, right? I mean, I was thinking you, you could sell something like that. I mean, not to uh, not to someone building a strip mall, but a, a new right. casino or like something going up that wants to really make a splash and needs the public to really accept it. That would be something like a fun yeah, so you project. Do waypoints, they call them waypoints, and you can set it. And you know, I haven't worked too much with the waypoints. I'm more just um, some other modes that I use more, but um, I want to get into learning more and and doing more with with those because you can really do a ton with it. Are they GPS based? Yeah. So it so should, be, should, should be should be pretty very, pretty very damn close. close. Yeah, that's see, I, I I have no idea about that stuff, but that no, seems like I, I'm just not sure if it can save it for a later shoot, and I would have to look into that. Well, you could always just oh, you mean save the data? So you'll yes, so you know you'll kind of fly it the way where the waypoints you you know gotta go is you, you put it up in a spot. You say, okay, select this point as a waypoint, and then you fly it to the next spot, and you say, I select this uh, point as a waypoint. So you can't say go here as waypoint one. I might be able to. Um, I'd have to do some more looking into that. That's not a bad idea. I bet if you can, you're going to try it. Well, I already know where I would try it because <laughs> they're going to redo the rotary in the center of town. And uh, I'm on the Hudson Business Association. So it would be kind of cool to that would be cool to, to, to get a few of those shots. So that's exactly where I would try it once they start redoing nice. that. You owe me an answer if it works. I will. Because I, I want to know. I'm I curious will. now. I'll give, you, I'll give you credit for the idea. Oh, I don't need credit. I just want to see if it works. That way I can think about it for clients and come up yeah, with ideas. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be cool. All right. So back to you. Sure. We're two years in now, but mm -hmm. let's go back to the beginning where you were working at the um, teaching company. Yep. So I had been there 11 years. Um, I was the only one. I had proposed multiple plans, potential plans to grow the studio mm. wasn't really getting utilized till it's full potential. Um, and they just didn't really seem very interested in it. So 
I was where I was. That and that was a story for a long time, just putting out years. ideas, and the ideas would be like, great idea, but we're not going to do it. Kind of. Yeah, it's like, frustrating. Hey, we should do this, 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 and, and you know, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, without, I don't want to get too into you know, the relationships and stuff. No, you don't have to. It doesn't even have to have been bad. It's just the way they run their business. It's just the way they, they decided to do things or not do things that I thought it should go a different way. So it was 11 years and I, and I was there that long because the benefits were excellent health benefits, you know, pension, all that stuff. So, and two, two young kids, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, my wife and I went back and forth. I'm just like, oh, my, I am going to lose my mind if I stay here forever. And originally I was like, you know, when I was like five years in, I'm like, yeah, I can stay here forever. Now I'm vested in my pension. They've, they, you know, a lot of good benefits. Yeah, yeah. That, that if I stayed, would I would be set. Those are real things. Right. That matters. Like, yeah. Totally would have been set, you know. Um, but the sanity level. Mm-hmm. And yep, just, and if yeah. you're a creative guy, obviously, I mean, given your craft, and if you're right. if you're creative and you don't have an outlet, it can it can be torturous. Like it, it's it's hard to to just not do what you want to do and to do the day in the day out. And it was just like, I mean, the motivation was just was gone. So it's like I could go in. I mean, I was like way in the back of the building. I could go in and I could, if I wanted to, I could watch a, I could binge watch something. And it's like God, this is just not me. Like mm-hmm. I. I don't want to be doing this, but it's like, I don't want to be here, you know? So um, that went on for a while. Uh, And then there was, you know, a couple things that kind of, kind of got a little tense, a couple situations, but um, just finally my wife's just like, just, just do it. And uh, she was starting her own thing at the same time, but on a, on a much more gradual pace. Mm -hmm. Like she's into um, kids yoga, essential oils, Reiki. Um, so she started her own company, but her plan was to go in a much slower pace and mine was either all or nothing. And, and honestly growing up, like, or, you know, when I thought about it, like I thought I just wanted to work nine to five at a corporate place and just do that. That's yeah. what I thought I wanted to do. That There's nothing wrong with it. That's right. what a lot of people do and they're happy with it. And, uh, so really I just, I mean, I didn't really just, it was probably like six months to a year that I was thinking about doing the business and then. It just kind of got jumped right in. So you were thinking about it for like sort of for a little while. I mean, and then what triggered the switch in your mindset that made you obsess on it? Cause you had to have obsessed on it. Yeah, to have done well, it. There was a couple incidents at work, you know, where there was, you know, just not getting along mm-hmm. with certain people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was just like, I just kind of decided and I started doing more and more research on it and had, I really had like no clients lined up and, um, had a personal investment from an, yeah, from a family member. And, yeah. uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So nice. Uh, that, that was probably, that was helpful. I mm-hmm. said, you know, and I can pay them back whenever. <clears throat> and, um, no, interest that's, that's super helpful. That's the best <laughs> right. way to start a business. Exactly. If you can. So I was lucky in that respect. Um, and you know, just as a matter of sanity. So I said, you know, I, I just, I gave him my notice and I said, I'll, I'll stay for however long you need to, I don't want to say more than like two months, but I'll stay till we can get a transition over. Came in the next day and they said, here's your checks. Just go. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. wow, that's cold. So I was like, I mean, I had benefits through the month and you know, they paid me for my vacation and paid me till I when I said I would work. 
but it's like, okay, well then that just solidifies for me that you guys just really didn't care if I was here or not. That's amazing. <laughs> but that's, it's not that, it's not that odd either in, know, a, in a more corporate environment to just, right. if you're done, you're done, you're out. So, yeah. So, and that's it. And then, you know, joined networking groups, did lots of research, what I was going to buy and. Which is pretty exciting. Like it's nerve wracking yeah, to spend um, the money, but yeah. tech is fun. Gear is, is fun. It's yeah. fun to buy. It's fun to use how to yeah. like how to fly the drone. Right. That's cool. Yeah. So then at uh, Ideal Video, you do the filming, you do drone, but you also do regular camera work too, right? Yep. And then mm. you do the editing. Yep. I do so what, what are the typical kind of projects that work best for you? Um, that work best Long for form or are they commercial, no, no, like local more, business? More local business or nonprofit kind of like um, about me videos sort of where, you know, it's two, three, four minutes. You know, we don't like to get too much longer than that mm. um, where it's going on their websites coming through the word of the mouth of the people. Like I like to do the interview styles where we're interview two or three people that are stakeholders in the company, owners, uh, presidents, whatever it may be. And we've got a line of questioning of what we want to talk about, you know, and, and we want the personalization and the genuineness and the passion to come through with the line of questioning. And, and I'll take all those and I'll put it together in what I like to call a threaded narrative and we'll, you know, weave those interviews in and out. So you help them to come up with a storyboard of sorts and to come up with the, yeah. what the video should be. Do you, did you always, is that an interest of yours or did you find that people come to the table unprepared? So you have to get them there prepared. Well, so, you know, based on the conversations, we know what I, I've know what they want to get out of it. I will come up with the line of questioning. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is easy because I don't necessarily know a lot about their business. So I can come in as somebody who's interested in learning more about their business and get them to talk about it more. Mm. So, you know, cause people, when they talk about their stuff, they just kind of assume maybe, you know, more. Um, so I'll come up with the follow-up questions like, Oh, Hey, well tell me a little bit more about that because you know, I, I'm, I'm a new client. I don't know. I don't know what, what that means. Yeah. You can dig. Yeah. I can dig more. Yeah. And then, and then the trick and then a little bit of a time consuming part is going through the half hour interview or 40 minute interview, whatever it is. And for the 45 seconds of yeah, yeah, yeah. gold. So, and that's yeah. where, you know, that's where a lot of people kind of, well, it costs that much. It's like, it's a lot of time that I'm doing on the editing end that right. you don't see. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm, I consider myself pretty good at it. Um, and that's, that's a style that I like to do. So I, I feel like I can, I can do that good. You know, you can always do if, if you need them to appreciate how many, how long it takes Come sit with me. You put, no, no, no. You just put together a really terrible version where they look awful and <laughs> yeah, they make right. a bunch of mistakes and the, and right. you show, well, it can, we can, we can go with this version yeah, that yeah. took about 10 minutes right, right? or we can go with the other one that I showed you, which took me a week to, to create, right. you know, you decide, right? That's not real advice. Don't ever do I'll that. Never. <laughs> That's not good advice at all, but it would be fun. And you've thought of it. I've thought of it. Well, yeah. just like, and, and I did do that at my, when I was working at the last place, there was, we were kind of doing a video with some, an outside kind of sister organization and they wanted to be there while I edited. Oh no. And I said, okay, but it's a lot. Of, and then that's, well, they were wondering why it was going to take me so long to do. And I'm like, come sit with me if you want to see it. And so like, after like two hours, they're like, okay, we get it. All right. Just tell us when it's ready. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I want to come sit with you and you edit. And, and a lot of no. the, a lot of the clients, I had a nonprofit I was talking to the other day. Like we just don't really have the bandwidth to, to sit and and make all the decisions on it. We want somebody we can, we can figure out a plan who can come and just execute it and do it for us. Yeah. Well, I can do that for you. you right. Know? So, yeah. And I think it's, it's good too, because people, um, if they've tried it on their own, 
then they really know and they're like all right please just help just yeah you know, we'll, we'll see you when you're done <laughs> i appreciate it and that's the iphone generation you know like here i got a phone yep. and you know what and, and i always tell people that the iphones the video is okay video can be great but the audio is horrendous well, and the video can be great for like candid in the moment shots there's no depth right. of field there's no focus right, right, i mean right, it's, right, right, it's, right. it's it's a for instagram it's Awesome. Sure. Better than better than a pro camera. I, I mean, it, it can it, be it, very good. Yeah. It, it if I was if I was an Instagrammer, I'm going with the top of the line phone versus a camera. Oh, of course. Uh, it's just it's Portable, so easy. It's it works. It has filters it. built into it. Yeah. You don't have to edit. You don't have to download the raw foot. It, Shoot it square. Forget about it. <laughs> but if you want. And I think video is a different animal than um, than pictures, than still. Because mm -hmm. if you want proper video that can represent a business well, I still don't think you can just do that with your phone. You can take good video, but you can't do a production. It, right. It's just, it, there's too many limitations. And it there's a there's still, to this day, a stark difference between a professional oh, production of course. and some cell phone video. And, and a lot of it is audio. I mean, people will turn off a video that you're watching, they're watching on YouTube or something way faster. If the audio is hundred percent, definitely. than if the video is poor, yep. That's where we help people with, uh, we produce podcasts right. too. And a lot, and it's great to get into podcasts and to do low budget. It's awesome that you can, like, I'm not against any of that, but there comes a time in your show. If you actually want to make a show of it, that you need good audio yeah. or people aren't going to listen. Like if you're, mm -mm. if you're it's too many, options. you, you got to take 90% of your listeners are either in their car or they're like doing housework or something when they're listening. Yep. And if they have to turn one speaker, like if someone's talking and they have to turn it down and then turn it up to hear the other person. And then there's all, I mean, if, and that's common. Oh, totally. If that's what they have to do, that's probably the last time to listen to your show. And mm -hmm. if you're really good, like if you're, if you're a celebrity or have a real niche and your, and your content is great. They might listen to three or four episodes, sure, but they're still not going to keep coming back unless you up your game and you make it right. something they can listen to nicely. And that's where we come in is we, we try to help people. I mean, we have clients that just want to get into podcasting as at a professional level that mm -hmm. starts there. That's great. But we also help people that have started with like, you know, a cell phone between two people right. and then they want to either uh, do more editing or they want to get better audio. So they start trying to get mics to plug into a laptop and then they realize real quick, it's not going to work. Uh, and so eventually, but they want pro audio. So we come and we set up the mobile studio and just yep. let them, now you just have to do your part, the creative, right. just have to have your conversation. Everything else is taken care of for you and make it nice and simple. But it, it's all built out of exactly what you're saying. The audio changes a person's opinion of a production. It's, totally. it's everything. And well, then, it's not everything. And people don't understand. It's got to look nice, too. Of course. People don't understand the post-production time. I mean, I'm not sure. How, it depends, probably depends on client how much post-production editing you do. Depends on, on the podcast. show, the style. Depends yeah. on everything, yeah. So, you know, it depends. If it's highly edited, it's much like video. Right. You have to go through every piece of it. And yeah. if, if somebody wants to cut out ums and ahs, like we were saying, somebody, yeah. one of your clients does, that takes a lot longer than mm -hmm. just mastering the audio, make it sound right, and put it out if it's like this show this yeah. from when i hit record to when i stop record that's what goes out yeah. it's, it's great which is nice and simple and but i don't <laughs> care about the ums and the ahs i right. i uh, not, yeah. and i'm not saying one way is better than the other there's different there's, there's room for people there's room for different style shows i like what i like what i want this show to be is um if you and i were sitting in my backyard by the fire pit talking about our businesses and life and the third person was sitting right there that's the audience mm -hmm. i just want it to be a conversation yeah. just just to sound like they're in the room and that's what i go for for my style but i think it's 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 a 
it's the wild west yeah. podcasting. It's still, there's, there's so much room for it to just become what it, you know, it's, it's here. I think it's obviously proven itself as a medium, but yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's still, it's still a baby. It is. I mean, it depends on how much you want to spend if you're going to do it or how much time you want to put into it. Yeah. If you've got sponsors to, to compensate you for that time. Right. <laughs> and it's even more tricky on your end doing audio because at least we're sitting down and I have a studio that's where, you know, I can go into locations like I did Medusa and we sat in the, yeah. in the, in the bar room, which is awesome. But here, we're here now. Like we're like here sitting here with you. We're set up yeah. when you're doing it. And I've just, we do video too. So I'm not an expert like you, but we are as an organization. So the audio is a tricky part of a shoot. And the trickier that shoot gets, mm -hmm. the trickier the audio gets. So like when you're doing um, on location stuff and you have people speaking, but you can't have a mic on them and you need proper audio. So now you need an audio guy and you need a separate rig and you need to pipe that together. Audio right. gets really tricky. And if you don't think it through. Yeah. Shame on you. Right. And I, yeah, most of my stuff is kind of sit down interviews or, or standing. I don't, I don't, I haven't come across a client that really wants to walk around and while they're talking. Um, but yeah, it definitely gets tricky because then you got clothes rustling and you got, you know, and I've got the, I've got this, you know, prep sheet that I send out. Don't wear dangly earrings. Don't wear, you know, bracelets that go ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. like it's, it's, it's going to be distracting. The mic is going to pick it up, Yep. you know, and, and people are like, well, why? And it's like, I, it's, I'm Mike, it's not just going to pick up your voice. Right. Right. It's, <laughs> it's going to pick up everything, everything in the room. <laughs> uh, so it's, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It's, and it, I had to, it was just, it's, uh, they're all like fun things to learn though. It's like, that's, what's fun about video. It's a real craft. It's a real, I mean, you're out there doing work. It's not like, um, sitting at a computer along a long part of the production mm -hmm. is at the computer, but you first you have to go out and get it and you yep. have to deal with the problems of the lighting and the, the audio. And you know, it, you could, you could bring the perfect mic set up, have the people wear the right clothes. And then the building's got a loud AC unit. You didn't know about the, you can't get turned off. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Been there. <laughs> or yeah, we were doing a shoot once at, um, at Tufts in Boston at the hospital, uh, interviewing some doctors from this private practice thing. And they put us in this room in the middle of Tufts, in the middle of downtown. And it was probably like three times the size of this room. And right in the middle of it is one of those, in a, but in a huge old hospital. Yeah. So the air comes out of it like a jet engine. Yeah. So we had to go, we had to go find like a Joanne's fabric somewhere, bought a bunch of um, the like cushions for like a chair. You know, those square yeah. like yeah. foam cushions that you'd put inside mm -hmm. like a, a slip cover or something, bought a bunch of those and duct tape and duct tape the thing up until it was oh, silent wow. with like layers of insulation. But it's, it's stuff like that, that I used to really, like that was the fun stuff of work is yeah. the problem solving. And we had to do that like in minutes. Cause we got these sure. fancy surgeons waiting yeah. to talk to us that right. were killing their time. And They've that's, got a time. yeah, I've got a surgery in 20 minutes. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> so, um, you and your wife are both starting a business at the same time while you have two young kids. Correct. What are the early days? What are they like? Stressful. Yeah. Um, you know, it was nice. So I, you know, I sort of had the severance, you know, they paid me for a couple months. That is nice. Um, so that was a little bit of a, a stress reliever. Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, so my, we switched to my wife's benefits, which were more expensive. Uh, we weren't saving as much now at mm -hmm. all, you know, and credit card bills are going up and 
We started playing the, I never did this before. We started playing the credit card transfer, low percentage game, you know, I making it work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's like a, it's not my style. Like I, I like to be, I, I'm a call. I'm generally a pretty cautious person, you mm -hmm. know, like I, I don't, so this is definitely out of my character to do this. And then, so it was about a year or so after I started, she got laid off from her main job. So now we're both fully fully uh, self-employed yeah you know gotta go down benefits on the personal side more expensive and then yep. um you know that's cool that you had each other though <laughs> and you were going through it together so you both like it's not it wasn't just one person with a dream and the other one being like come on dude you know this is causing a lot of strife it's two people both pursuing something they wanted to pursue so you kind of understood and could I mean, I'm sure support each other, but at least empathize and know that the other person's trying to do something. It's, yeah. it's trying to trying to create something bigger than just getting another job and trying to make something happen. Yeah, and you know, so she hers stems from our kids. You know, our kids are uh, now they're seven and five, and they uh, they have some anxiety, uh, and I say some mildly, <laughs> and so and it kind of runs in her on her side of the family. Okay. Um, so she learned a lot of techniques by bringing the kids to, you know, therapy and specialists and OT. And so she learned a lot of stuff and that's where her passion for the kids yoga really kind of came out and, and trying to find new methods to, to help people. That's really um, cool. Yeah. I want to talk more about that too. Okay. First I want to ask, um, so with kids having anxiety, how, how did that come to, how did you notice that as parents? Like how did it manifest or, or did she kind of spot it early? Cause she's anxiety. <laughs> Uh, probably a little of both, but it's more God, just freaking out when we just when we were going to do something that new stuff, new stuff. Yeah. Or they were really worried that we were going to be mad at them about something. Mostly new stuff, though. Um, and just freaking out for hours, mm. you know, hours. Yeah. And, and you like, see that you see, you see that poor spiral. Their little brain yeah, can't get out of that fear. Yeah. Just couldn't just stuck. That's mm -hmm. what's the term we use. You're, I know you're stuck right now. What? let's, let's figure out how to get unstuck. You yeah. Know, let's try this. Let's try that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's debilitating. Yeah, it is for them. Yeah. It, it's well, it's debilitating for them. For it's everybody. difficult for you. It's yeah. Uh, and, but it's life. So it's happening while you're opening the business and you and your wife are figuring that out mm -hmm. while you're figuring out how to make it work. That's what I love about talking to all <laughs> you and all these people is it, the most important thing to peel back for other people that want to start a business is Life doesn't stop when you oh, do it. Man. And don't, so don't try to plan the perfect time because it's never going to be perfect. Things, the coronavirus is going to pop up right when you thought you had smooth sailing. You know, it's, it's, there's always going to be something. And like in your case, in like most people's cases, believe it or not, family, family, family's an up and down ride where there's a lot of challenges that present themselves. And of course they're important because they're right. family. They're, you know, they're more, to me, it's more important than my business. You know, oh, of I course. Sh probably shouldn't 100%. say that on the air, but <laughs> it's, well, it's the truth. I mean, that, it is the truth. And I, anyone that knows me knows that too. It's yeah. just, it comes first. It does. It has to. Um, so I'll circle back a little bit back to kind of my dad and family and, yeah. and, and starting Please do. why I started, well, why I quit my job. So my dad was in the same company for his whole career and he was not happy about mm -hmm. it. And you, and then he got sick. So he didn't really even have his retirement to, enjoy mm -hmm. so he stayed miserable in his job forever with the expectation that him and my mother were going to travel around once his retirement hit retirement gone you know sucks and so that was a main factor and 
just sort of an eye opener. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do not want to do that. No, that sucks. Um, so, you know, and whether or not the business is successful in the long term or not, at least I can say I tried it. Hell yeah. I mean, and that's to me, that's way more terrifying. I'm more like the, the risk taker dude for business was like not crazy risky, but I've, I've always, I've had my own business. Since I was like 12. Oh, good for you. Um, it's, it's just, it fits me better, but I get that it's anxiety for folks and yeah, it's hard to overcome for me. I was the opposite. Like I can't, I've tried, I tried to have a regular job and be a normal person. It's just, it kills my soul. It makes me, it gives me anxiety. It makes it just, it, it wrecks me. Uh, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It just doesn't work for me. But I think that like, it's important to think about what you have to look forward, like you're doing with your dad and you have to yeah. think in 20 years, what do I want to look back and think? Right. Because for some people, the safety of exactly the path your dad took is what provides them happiness or at least calm. And that's what they equate to, which is good fine. And that's okay. But to me, that's terrifying. Well, I thought I wanted that. Terrifies you know. me. And I mean, I suppose if you find the right place where that works out and you know, you get everything you're looking for and you and your healthy retirement. Right. Right. But that's such a gamble. It's such people a think it's the safe zone, which it is technically the safe bet, right? So just work the nine to five and yeah. plan the plan. But had the health thing is such a gamble. Oh, so yeah. you, you never don't know. You don't know. No. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just probably plan on working forever in some capacity right. and living while I can, you know what I mean? Cause <laughs> yeah. you know, cause you never know. But again, that's just me. So, all right. Your dad inspires you to take the leap. What does, yeah. your, what does your dad think of it? Um, no, he's, he always, he, he, you know, right now he's not always there. So physically, yes, but mentally not always there. Got it. So he knows, you know, he always asks me, how's it going? Is it Alzheimer's? Business? Uh, it's Parkinson's. Oh, okay. But it was early onset. So he's had it for year, 20, over 20 years. And, you know, he's been on meds that long too. So it's a combination of the disease and his brain just being worn out. Fried with yeah. The, just you know? the, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Worn out from the medicine. Just yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he knows and we'll talk and I'll show him some stuff I'm doing here and there. I'll go, I'll even go in and I'll, I'll work while I'm just kind of sitting next to him. Cause he can have a conversation for a few minutes, but a lot of times just sitting there is so, uh, and that's, that's where it was when you called me mm -hmm. the other day. So, yep. um, I was just kind of hanging out. He was taking a nap in his recliner and I was just sitting there working, you know, spending some time. Yeah. That's so, nice. Good. You know. You're a good boy. I try. <laughs> I don't get there as much as I want to, but. We, we never yeah. do. And I, I mean, I'm thankful my mom and dad right now are in great health, but I don't see them as much as I want to yeah. or should. It's always, you can't balance in life. That's, that's a, I think that's a, that's a lie we tell ourselves is you're going to achieve balance. You're oh. going to do the best you can, yeah, but right. it's hard, right? Cause uh, we have two young kids. Like you have two yeah. young kids. Mine are a little older than yours. They're 10 and eight now, but I would love to have my mom I'd love to see her two, three times a week. Same for my dad. So yeah, just like family. But we have hockey and Cub Scouts. All the stuff that we are doing uh, for the children. But they're the right things to do for the children, too. And, you know, the, I, the, the kids grow up to be well-rounded kids because they get to do a lot of different things. But there's always a give and a take. And I hate, I hate, I'm just talking out loud, but I hate having the, the give be family. But I don't see a way around it. Yeah. I mean, cause exactly. my mom and dad have schedules too. Right. And so even, are they local? They're, they're, yeah, they're, well, my dad's in Florida. My mom's local. 
they're they're free. So it's not as easy with my dad, but sure. with my mom, she's a couple towns over. But her freedom, her schedule doesn't always align with when we might be free. Right. So then you've you've not only got competing uh, priorities, which I'm not saying I'm not saying one's as important as the other. Of course, mom is more important than a hockey practice, but in the scheme of a week, they've those seven days fly by awful quick. And then you can't find a place to plug two calendars in together where they line up. And cause she's got a life, she's got things she's doing. It's, it's, um, I hear you. I know you do. And then, then you layer on trying to have a business and trying to find clients and trying to go to networking yes. events, which I assume right. you do to, yeah. to meet new people and, and do all that stuff. Cause of coronavirus. Well, yeah, I you'll have a, you'll, you'll have a lazy few weeks now, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully staying healthy and just avoiding the coronavirus. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. So, you know, with my mom now, now that my dad's not home anymore, my mom has some more flexibility where she can come out and hang out with the kids. Like tonight she's picking up Alex from, from daycare. They're going to hang out for a walk. So I'm doing, I'm working tonight. Krista's got a, um, some sort of meeting tonight. I forget what it is. Sorry, Krista. <laughs> um, and you know, and, and, but, but she has to bring Caitlin to gymnastics and then somebody's bringing Caitlin home from gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And my mom's going to be there for that. And so my mom, she's always, you know, wants to be there. She'll come and watch him when we need them. And then Chris and I have a concert we're going to in a couple of weeks. Like it's going to be the first time the kids are sleeping over Grammy's house. We're nice. See how that nice. rolls. It'll be fine. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Cause Grammy's a safe one. Well, she is, but we tried, they wanted to sleep in, do a sleepover with each other in their rooms the other night. So they went into Alex's room. Yeah, My boys do it all the time. He freaked. He was, he couldn't settle himself down. He was so excited because she was in there. He finally got settled and then she couldn't fall asleep. And so she ended up going back to her room. I'm like, Caitlin, you realize you're sleeping over Grammy's house in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> who, who do you think would be more anxiety on that one? Will it be you and your wife or will it be the kids? I mean, I'm hoping they just are cool. Just cool with it. And I'm, I mean, I'm, we're worrying about it more than. than yeah, I was racked with worry the first time my kids had a sleepover, <laughs> knowing full well they're in good hands, oh, knowing I, nothing's going to not happen. But, 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 uh, you know, my worry. Well, so when I was a kid, I used to sleep over a friend's house and call my mom at midnight and be like, come get me, you know, and Chris, the same thing. Yep. So it's like, well, they're little versions of us. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. So we might get the phone call. Yeah, yeah. What concert are you going to? Uh, we're going to see uh, Guster. Guster. Uh, yeah, I'm out of touch. They're a Connecticut band, but they went to school in Boston. I think, I don't know if I remember correctly, maybe Tufts. I could be wrong about that. Um, it's kind of like an improv type show. It's a little bit of a different style for them. Um, yeah, we're excited. It was in Northampton. We actually don't remember the theater either. My brain doesn't remember as much anymore. Yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> That's exciting though. A nice night out. Nice yeah. concert. Are you big into concerts. Is that a thing you used, used to, to do? Yeah. Used to. I used to go to concerts all the time, but you know, now if we can, we go to one a year. Yeah. We don't something. even do that. We went to one a few weeks ago. We had my wife and I hadn't been out to a concert in, I don't know how long we went, we went to one. It was fun. It was, it was, it was a good time. Uh, it was, it was, um, you can't even remember. No, no, the band I know is Pepper. Oh, it was, oh, okay. uh, it, it was just, it was, um, it was a nice night out, but it was on like a Tuesday. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? So, it, and you know, we were going to work the next day and it was, it wasn't like, uh, I hope what you and your wife are going to have, which is a nice a Saturday. escape. Yeah. That, that's awesome. <laughs> and that was part of the plan. Cause they're playing in a couple different local areas. And I'm like, Saturday, 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 Northampton. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Score. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's how it rolls. So your wife also running the the business. So it started from 
some needs with your kids yep. and does she have other kids enrolled in it now? Is it a thing that's moving right. forward? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, although, you know, we'll see what happens with the coronavirus. She's in a lot of yoga studios um, and we'll see how that. Oh, that's cool. So she like goes to different studios and will offer mm-hmm. a class. Yep. So she'll do that. Um, when we get off the elevators, earth and area yoga mm-hmm. in this building right next door. She runs a class on Saturdays, two classes, like different age groups there. She doesn't do the aerial portion, but there's another person mm-hmm. who does that. She's got a couple other studios that she's a part of one in Maynard, one in Stowe, one in Grafton. Um, and then what would be good for us, for her is to get into some like kind of Montessori type schools, charter schools that are a little bit of alternative education. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's got one that she, she's going to be in next year for a, solid block of time on a Friday That's awesome. through the year. So that would be what would, you know, be the best, you know, most, most consistent, yeah. you know, captured audience, you know what you're going to get paid as opposed to, you know, some of the other studios, they run things differently. How many students come, how many people sign up and, that kind of stuff. Yeah, for Less sure. Advertising. Well, plus know. it's, it's, that's more of a drop in where in the school, she's going to be able to see the same kids yeah. regularly yeah. and to have make a difference. With them yeah. And, how is know. it working? Um, overall it's going like with the kids, you see, does she see results? Is she seeing she's, um, yeah, she's got a lot of feedback for some parents who, um, have been like, wow, my kid doesn't do anything. They never participate in anything. And he came right in and he did the yoga and gave you a hug at the end. Like my kid doesn't do that. She's got a lot of those, Mm. um, where it's just, it just kind of, cause it's not typical kids. Yoga is not adult yoga. It's not just doing downward dog and, and all the poses. It's more, it's movement, it's activity. Um, and it's just kind of relaxation, breathing techniques for mm-hmm. them. And, um, and she incorporates kind of like, kind of life lesson type stuff, you know, like mindfulness. Yes. Meditation type Mind, mindfulness. That's, meditation. that's awesome. Yeah. So oh. it's, um, she's child light certified, which is the type of yoga, um, type of kids yoga. She's gone to all those certification classes and all sorts of stuff. Um, plus she does, she does Reiki and stuff. She doesn't do it on the kids, but she can, she has some small clientele with Reiki and then she's incorporates essential oils and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's interesting. I'd like to talk to her on a separate time. I'm, I'm sure. working, I'm working on something. Yeah, she will. I'm working on something, um, to, I work on an anti-bullying program for kids and like uh. as a charity. And I want to sort of distill the best things out of martial arts and mindfulness to sort of help kids have discipline, but within themselves, not like a disciplined regimen that they're given and help them to have the confidence and uh, compassion that comes along with knowing martial arts and and doing mindful practices Mm -hmm. like yoga or just mindfulness in general. So I don't, I don't have the full answer of where it's going yet, but I've been working with some of the school systems to figure out how to embed a curriculum into the, into the school Cause I want, um, I want all kids to be able to access it. Like yeah. if you go, uh, study jujitsu, it's great. It's going to give you all the confidence. If your kid's a bully, it's going to fix that. If your kid's getting bullied, it's going to fix that. It's just a, it's a universal good for life, yeah. but it's very few people that put their kids in it or it's expensive or can have, or are trading their kids back and forth. There's other activities. And I think a lot of kids that can't access that sort of thing or a mindfulness practice where they learn how to control their emotions, uh, you know, which comes in handy in high pressure situations with bullying and whatnot, they don't have access to it and they're not going to. So I think if we can figure out a way to um, get into the school system. So the way we're looking at it now is to become sort of a bolt on curriculum 
with the phys ed and wellness component right. of the curriculum. So it would be like a weekly thing where, so anyway, it's, it's under the underworks now, but I'd love to talk to her yeah. about how to embed I a part of yeah. that to it. That's she'd, uh, she'd love to be involved in that. Too. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I've got some, uh, some uh, jujitsu schools ready to be involved. Mine in particular, who, who's cool. it's a fantastic school for kids too. So, but it's not just going to be like inserting karate or yoga to the curriculum. It's yeah, going to, yeah. it's going to be more of a program, but um, it's taking the tenets of those things because those things give people a, a great way to live life. They mm-hmm. give you tools that, that are hard to get from other places. So I want to, I want to figure out how to make that more accessible to the kids that need it. Yeah. And you know, and that's one of the things like she, it's, it, it is, it's kind of a different group of kids that really gravitate towards what she does. And it's sometimes it's the quiet kids or the, the antisocial kids or um, the kids that, maybe have some other challenges, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it's just lots of, lots Regardless of challenges. Of what it is. Yeah. If now. they're, if they're shy, they can use it. If they're anxiety, they yeah. can use it. If they're, if they're a bully, they can use it because right. you know, bullying is just another way of not being able to control your emotions and, right. and having your own inner demons and problems. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's helpful to get inside your own head and it doesn't, I don't mean like an examination of, you don't have to be oh. advanced, but doing yoga, be quiet for an hour with some internal dialogue, you're going to be working through your thoughts, even though you're not thinking about it. You know, it's not like you have to, you don't have to overly do it. You just have to help those kids, especially nowadays. There's no quiet spot for kids. It's all, it's, it's video games and it's homework. And it's, 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 uh, I don't know. It's too much. It's too much for their brain. And then we wonder why kids have behavioral issues or they, or they have anxiety issues or why does everyone have anxiety? Cause you're not supposed to, be looking at screens and seeing a thousand messages right, a minute. Right. We didn't evolve for it now yet. She, um, so she's learned, she learned a lot with, with the kids, like with vestibular systems and, you know, uh, reflexes, not integrating within kids at the right time or properly. And she learned a lot of that through OT and some other courses. So like delayed and, development of different systems. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's a, there's a few different systems and she's, again, sorry, Krista, I can't remember all the proper names for them all, but, um, you know, just developmental systems that you can't see. Yeah, of course. Internal Mm -hmm. developmental, you know, um, deficiencies, so to speak. And a lot of that stuff that she does can kind of help with that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yoga is awesome. It's super beneficial. I wish I did more of it. Do you, does she get you doing it? I, so I used to do yoga, you know, and, and even when, when North Ariel moved into this space, I was doing it for a while and, I even had a barter program with them. I'll do some stuff. You guys can let me do And, and I just kind of stopped and they're like, why aren't you coming? And like every couple of weeks I'll get an email. Why are you coming? Yeah. It's like, good for them. I know. I know. I got to get back into it. You should. And that, or, or something. So that's what sacrifices with me. That is taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking, trying to take care of the kids, you know, helping Krista stuff around the house, the business. And the house man never stops. Does uh, it? Yeah. It's always a chore. It's something. It's me. It's, it's my health is, and keeping myself in shape and, and healthy is, is probably what sac it is what's sacrificing. Yeah. And, and that happens. A rail trail right outside. I could go for a little run. There's, there's a, there's a couple fitness centers right in this building. You know, there's. Yeah. Crossfit downstairs. Crossfit's right? downstairs. There's an ATC and he's a, more of a personal trainer, mm-hmm. but he's got a pretty big space. You know, uh, just, I don't know. No, I get it because it's hard at first. And um, I've told the story or just talked about it a thousand times. People are going to be rolling their eyes. But I, uh, for a long time, I never had any hobbies. I worked. That's what, you know, but this is pre-kids and all that stuff. I had like a, 
just an awakening when I had kids and uh, around that time. But before that I was, you know, the t- typical type a workaholic do too much. Um, and I felt good. I was fine. I, I'm not even saying it was a bad thing. It was just where I was at the time. Yeah. I had no hobbies. I just, you know, I would e- I was either working or I was with friends. Right. Like, you know, and that was very few, that was limited time. Now I have tons of hobbies. Like I, I have too many hobbies, but they're all great. Uh, so I keep picking up new ones and I don't get rid of any of the other ones. So now I, I do all that stuff and I augment my time and I spend a lot of time in fitness, which is what gives me a tremendous amount of mental clarity. I never had before when I didn't have the, the fitness element and stuff. And I love it all, but I can make the time for it. And I couldn't always, it's I not always a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'll get there. I'm you'll hoping. There. I'm hoping. So what's funny is, and maybe it's just the way that we've time managed or the way that we brought the kids up, but we used to go for hikes all the time. And we used to go, you know, we used to walk every night and all that kind of stuff. And now we just don't. You know, it is a universal truth, though, that nobody likes to hear. If you do pick one thing and do it, like a fitness-related thing, you'll gain time. Yeah, I know. Because, I know. You, you know, I know everyone knows it's, it's just hard to do. Right yeah, now. I know. It's, I know that. Uh, and it can be a big ass roadblock to get past. And I've been there. You know, getting I've, into the getting back into it. It's real easy to get out of it. It's so easy. It, and, the couch is so uh, good. And uh, it's yeah. It's like, oh, dude, I just I just want to sit down and, and watch a show. And let my I deserve it. I've been working all day. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to have, I'll have a beer or I'll have a snack. And, you know, it's. Yeah. And that's the thing. You sit on the couch, then you're snacking on junk. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let me have some of those veggie sticks. It's just a few and they're veggie sticks. That's yeah, healthy, right? They're veggies. <laughs> How could this be bad? Yeah. Well, I'm still a little hungry. What do we have for ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do. I do. Uh, and, and that's what's, that's, that's what I mean by if you, if you find something to dig your teeth into it for me it makes it way easier to because first of all you fill some of that time that would be idle otherwise but you get more time in energy you get more time in saying no to the foods because you don't want to wreck the other thing that you fell in love with meaning it's not just you don't just i'm not saying you just go find a workout even though you should that's good right but if you can find one that's a thing you love that's even better because now it's just fun now now it's like your own good time so it gives you the the mental clarity and it gives you the you get the little energy out and but then you don't want to eat bad you don't want to have the snack because you don't want to feel like shit for the next day's practice of whatever it is insert insert interest here Mm -hmm. and i i think it cascades i think so I've, I've fallen off in the past too. And when you fall off, it, it's all easy for it to go away and that's real hard to get going again. But if you get it going again, you just got to get one thing going. Like what, like go to CrossFit or, or right. sign up for a jujitsu school or take up mountain biking or, or one thing and join a group. If you take up mountain biking, like don't do it alone. Don't not fully alone. I used to do that. Find a thing. And if you find the thing, <laughs> then just do it. And then you start doing the thing and then you start looking at other things because yeah. they'll make that thing better. And you, so then you, it, it's, it's that ripple effect that you end up, a year or two later right. where you've changed the way you live your life. You've changed all kinds of things, but all you have to do is get into that one. And we, we've talked about it. Like even just, just with the kids, like making a kind of a family activity, like let's start, let's just go for a hike in the woods. It doesn't have to be, you know, Mount Washington. No, no, it just can, the woods. It can just be the woods. So mm-hmm. we're just walking for an hour or so, Yep. you know, and we're outside and we're appreciating nature and we're learning stuff. The woods are so good for your head too. Just no. walking into the woods, I always feel yeah. I always feel better. Totally. You can kind of feel anxiety or stress kind of wash away. Mm-hmm. It's like the more you go into the woods, and I, I love hiking too. We do with the kids and everything. It's it's just I love 
going out there, but it's almost like you can feel your DNA lighten up. You know, you yeah. feel like connected, even though you feel out of place because right. we're not in there anymore. But um, you feel you can feel that it's it. you're supposed to be here. It's okay. Don't, don't bring the phone or bring it, but don't turn it on just in case you need it. Well, yeah, you might have to make a phone call, like an emergency phone call. Well, right, that's you, what I'm you just hope not. Yeah, you know, so but no Facebook. Sure. You want to take a selfie or something with the kids. Sure. That's fine. Don't post it right now though. Right. Um, don't post <laughs> it know. and then check Wait, for I, likes. Yeah. How many people liked me? Yep. Yes. <laughs> and, and bring your bear spray. I always bring the bear spray if we're going deep into the woods. Yeah, I, I have not encountered a bear. Well, but the day you do, you're going to want some bear spray in your pocket. <laughs> it's it's important. I, I haven't, I haven't uh, knock wood, knock in my head. I haven't encountered a bear yet either, but what I did Last season, what I did encounter was I was run, I run in the woods uh -huh. and um, I was running with my dog and came around a, a corner, like this big rock ledge and come around right by a stream and there's boom, deer leg right in the middle of the trail. So I interrupted someone's meal that's big enough to rip a leg off of a deer. So I kind of know who it was bear and they were, coyote. yeah. And I'm thinking bear. Cause there, if it was a coyote, Probably it would have been a whole leg. It would have been the coyote Typically, it would be a pack feeding off the animal, sure. not not a leg that it took for a for a walk, like to go meal. You know, could have been a coyote for I sure. Know, that's that's random. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, <laughs> somebody was watching me come yes. across that. You know, somebody smelled me coming uh -huh. and was hiding and watching, and uh, I just turned around and beat feed it out of the woods yeah. that day. I was like, "Get me out of here!" I'm just gonna keep going. I mean, I had my bear spray, but I didn't want to see if it works. I, I I never. I hope I never know if it works. Yeah, but seriously, I had a friend. Who encountered a bear with his dog and his wife? Sends shivers down my and spine. He's like, I've never run so effing fast. Was it local? Life. It was in Princeton. So black bear. Yeah, yeah. At least, like, <laughs> at least like, it was bear. up in a tree and it came barreling down Ugh. at him. And he's like, it was so loud. Like, Were there kids? Crazy. No kids at the time. No, they had a dog, their dog with them. The dog was trying to trying to fight it off, but like, Jenny, come on! <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so run. it's so funny how we <laughs> see those things as so foreign now, even though it's just nature. It's an animal. Like we had coyotes yeah. outside of our house uh, a couple weeks ago, lit on the street, just roaming the neighborhood. It was so cool to see because we're <laughs> <Yeah>. safe. <laughs> we're in the house looking out the window right. and it was so cool to see, but they don't look like dogs, man. They look like predators. It, I mean, they have that creep to them. Like, oh, you, yeah. like you see in movies, like oh, yeah. they're, you know, their shoulders are, their front shoulders are a little <laughs> bit low and they're looking at you from, uh, from underneath. Like, uh, it was so creepy, cool to, to see it, but that's not weird. They live right in the woods across there, the street. Yeah. That, that's home. I mean, we sometimes hear Fisher them. Cats and oh yeah. We got, we've, where you, there's a fox that frequents our area that we see. He's not, you know, he's small. He's not going to bother us, but no. And he's probably trying to keep away from the coyotes, probably trying to yeah, find a safe yeah. place to have kids or something. I mean, that, that's what foxes do a lot. Is they'll come closer to humans because the coyotes don't want to. Right. Then they're trying to get away from the coyotes who will eat everything. I mean, the thing we were like talking to our neighbors in front of the house, the thing had a rabbit and just, trotting right by us, right on the road, crossing the street with a rabbit in its mouth. I'm like, hey, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he was... Enjoyed dinner. He was 15 yards away from us. It's like, he's like, okay, yeah, he's I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to go eat. I'm taking my chances. You don't look very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife saw a uh, bald eagle sitting on our house the other day. No way. Yeah, they've nest down at uh, down around Fort Meadow uh, Reservoir down there. I've That's seen cool. them in the past. That's really cool. Yeah, you don't uh, see them often at all. I've uh, seen a yeah. few, but not often. There was one... A, about a year and a half ago, I think we were down on the beach. It was in the fall down on the beach on the reservoir, just kind of hanging out, not swimming or anything. And, and this bald eagle flew over and it had a, 
I think it was a chicken. It's somebody's chicken. It was just carrying it off. Go have a lunch. Yeah, <laughs> they're stunning cool. to see because they they're are, they're yeah. big and they they, 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 uh, they look That's like predators. Said. They're she they're said. awesome. She said it was sitting right on the house. She looked over. She, she came outside. She heard something. She looked up and the thing just took off. She's like, "It was huge." So cool. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. I mean, they yeah. they they look like yeah. beasts. They're they're really cool. Um, we are, we're already over an hour. So I I know it goes by fast. It's like magic. It does. I want to respect your time. Um, what, but I don't have to go at this moment. So what else do you have, uh, going on with the, anything else you want to talk about that I didn't touch on? Let's see. Um, Hmm. I mean, I know one of the questions you kind of posed was, well, we've kind of gone into it. People not, not really understanding and respecting, how much time it takes and get a little shell shocked with costs sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about that. Yeah. I wish I could give you great advice on that after uh, 19 years in business, but it's going to keep coming up. Yeah. It's I just, mean, I've been getting that forever. Oh, or you shot it. You just shot the video. Was the video done yet? It's like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I'll get it to you in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep happening. Just learn to say with a smile. No, it's not ready yet. Yeah, this is my process. That's why I say four to six weeks. <laughs> Depends on what it is. You know, I've got other stuff going on. It's coming. Too. Right. Exactly. That's, that's the difference. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, I just, have you had any aha moments yet since you started the business and been out on your own? Anything that you, any lessons you're going to carry with you in the future? Like the one we were talking about in the elevator where you have people that want to scope creep and learning how to control things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's, yeah. So we, we can talk about that example. Like I, I was, or you can generalize it cause it I'll happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to, you know, we, I'd done photography, drone photography for this client. Then his client turned around. So I was like a contractor to somebody else who mm-hmm. had the, the commercial real estate client. And, um, you know, he's like, Oh, we want to do this kind of cool video. We could come up with some cool ideas. So it's like, I, I even spent some extra time, came up with some cool ideas because the client turned around, decided they want a video after I was already out on the site, just doing images and, I came up with some cool ideas because they're not from the area. I'm like, you could try this, you could try that. And and then he's like, oh, I'll get you the shot list Monday if you go do it Monday. Um, and I was working Sunday. So I said, if you get me the shot list, you know, I'm not going to look at it tonight. I'll look at it in the morning. And he had told me what the budget was. And I was like, eh, you know, I, I'm a little, you know, I, I knew there was probably, probably wasn't going to be for what he was looking for. And then when he sent me the shot list, I was just like, man, Dude, that's like, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's it happens. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't happen every time, which is thankfully, but I think, but it does happen where people just, they, they, certain people want to get everything they can out of something. They want to kind of squeeze it dry. Yeah. And sometimes you, you have to learn to say no. Cause and just, I did, yeah. I ended up saying, but I just, I mean, there were some shoots that they were, you know, locations like he wanted, um, he wanted more of like a, this is the community. So we wanted like a hospital shot and a town hall shot. And I'm like, well, I, 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 if I was running it, I would get permission to go shoot those mm-hmm. and not just, and let them know, not just fly a drone over the hospital. I mean, I, it's, they probably wouldn't care, but I don't really want the cops called on me. I'm going to take those precautions. I'm right. going to make the extra call. And, or I, and sometimes it's a little bit more of just a call. I got to talk to this person, this person, whatever. But it's, I'm like, dude, I, I don't feel comfortable doing this mm-hmm. 
without them knowing. Yeah, if you don't feel comfortable <coughs> doing it, just don't do it. Right. It's not going to be worth it. And that's where it came down to. Is kind of, and, uh, and it wasn't worth the money because you wanted all sorts of stuff. I mean, I'm talking maybe even more than a day. Yeah, and even bigger than the money. If you're not comfortable with what right. they're asking of you, just don't. It's not. And that's what I told you're you. not going to get comfortable by convincing yourself no, it's no, okay. No, 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 no. And I said, it's my reputation and my FAA license on the line. So yeah. I, I can't do those shots. Right. And, and that's the hard part. So, okay, you're turning away business. Granted, it's not. And I'm turning away any future business that he might have. That's oh, I get it. Yeah. And, and it's hard to do. But well, I got I got to look out for, for me. It's hard to do. <laughs> yes, it is. It's hard to do. But it's also hard to get bogged down with a tremendous amount of work that you can't turn a profit on because it's not no. priced right. And you're uncomfortable with the ethics of it yeah. anyway. Right. That's, that's just a bad place to... By taking the job, you put yourself there for the next four weeks. Right. And, you know, and he's like, well, you're going to put me in bad standing with the client. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm not. No, I'm not. Do the shot list we agreed to the first time. And and everyone can be happy. There wasn't one first time. Mm. He said, this is going to be the budget. I'll get you the shot list. And because it wasn't originally the scope of the project. Right. Um, So. You yeah, know, it's I, tough. I they they don't all no. work out. I had to say no. They don't all work out. No. That's it for me. Uh, oh, wait. No. I know one thing I saw on your website. You're into gardening. I am into gardening. And that's that, actually one of my hobbies. We are, too. My wife more than me. Uh, but just she, me more than my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I love eating from the garden. I, I find that to be... I find it like... <clears throat> it's almost magic. You know, you plant a bunch of stuff and then yeah. in a couple months you have dinner. It's awesome. We, uh, yeah, we do lots of stuff. We've been doing, since we moved into the house in 2011, we've been, I've been doing that. She, yeah, she eats it. <laughs> She'll help a little bit. She'll help me plant when we got all the planting to do at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm the one that maintains it and everything. And so we'll do, we've got blueberry bushes now. Uh, we planted them a while ago. They've Wow, fancy. Again. You're going to get bears in your yard. We're fenced in. <laughs> you could get in there. They'll come through the fence. Yeah, they might. Um, yeah, so which is good because those take a few years to mature. So now, I mean, last year we got bazillions of blueberries. We have four of them, and they're all kind of different kinds. So nice. This, this one will get blueberries first. And then when that one's getting over, this one will get them. And then the last one is the big blueberries. and So that's cool. We used to do strawberries, but the chipmunks just killed those. Mm. Um, so we'll do squash. We'll do tomatoes we'll do cucumbers we'll do green beans we'll do lettuce we'll do what else different types of squash zucchini summer squash butternut squash try to do pumpkins for the kids last year didn't work out so well um but the year before they each got a couple pumpkins um and that's more for fun you know? we tried a watermelon last year it didn't really work out either no, it we, grew like this big and, and uh, yeah and it was that's inedible we, yeah <laughs> that happened to us a couple of years ago so i'm like eh. but i did learn with the pumpkins this year um I shouldn't have, I planted them in the same spot as I did the previous year. And I shouldn't have done that. I should have moved them. Hmm. So why nutrients. Yep. Nutrients. And then I've learned a lot about like co-op planting where, okay, these plants do well together, but don't plant these plants next to each That's other. That's nice. You're getting really into it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not crazy. Into do you it. turn the soil over every year and put new? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll put, I'll go down just a farm stand. Uh, I've called for Julian's down on, um, in Hudson on South main street, South main street, just main street. And uh, they always have like organic compost. So I'll get like a bunch of bags of those, mm-hmm. throw that in there. Good <laughs> stuff. So um, you have a big list of stuff you're growing. Do you, do you build all like the raised beds and get into have some. all of that stuff? I have some. We, we haven't gone that crazy yet. So far we just um, throw the stuff in the ground and try to keep it organic and try not to have pesticides. Yeah, yeah we don't do that. We yeah. don't do the pesticides. I'll use as natural some fertilizers I can. I don't, I'm not constantly putting fertilizer on it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucks when the bugs show up. 
Yeah, I mean, or the rabbits. It's more the chipmunks. You thought, yeah, maybe maybe it's more chipmunks for us too. I assumed rabbits. It's th- those chipmunks. They are those little bastards, sons of bitches. <laughs> Them and uh, the squirrels, right? You know, and I, squirrels don't bother too much. Um, and no, squirrels just jack our bird feeders. Yeah, they do. They do do that. Uh, yeah, ours too. It's like <laughs> <laughs> um, the rabbits will eat some of the lower stuff, but the chipmunks, they can climb and stuff and they'll eat like, True. you know, a little True. bite of my tomato and then leave it alone. Yeah. Dude, which ruins my little, damn tomato. Little bite of this tomato, little bite of that tomato. It's like, if you want a tomato, man, I got plenty of tomatoes, but I'll just share. stick to the same damn right. tomato. Have some manners. <laughs> Have some manners. I'll right? share, but come on. I know. I know. Um, yeah. So it's mostly the chipmunks and they're everywhere, man, everywhere. And you know, the kid's, they want me to humanely get rid of them if we try to get rid of them. Uh, but <laughs> get rid of them humanely with a BB gun, <laughs> just encouraging them to move. That's all you're doing. Oh man. And then they put holes everywhere. And oh, those guys, those are my nemesis is the chipmunks. Those evil, evil chipmunks. <laughs> On that note, <laughs>